It's time for Valley Edition, a weekly panel discussion on current issues in the Matsu Valley, moderated by Mike Malewski. Mike Malewski here at Big Cabbage Radio in Palmer, Alaska. It's my great pleasure to welcome Rachel on the line from Solarize, Alaska. Welcome, Rachel. Hi, thanks for having me. Now, Solarize has been doing some some extensive work uh, with the uh, well throughout throughout South Central Alaska and maybe beyond. But perhaps for listeners who are not familiar with Solarize, uh, talk a little bit about uh, how it came to be that that you're doing what you're doing. Yeah, um, so Solarize came to Alaska in 2018, but Solarize is sort of a model that is used across the U.S. where communities just come together to try and get more solar in their area. So we have had programs for the last, what is that, four years in Anchorage, in Fairbanks. There was a program down in Homer a couple years ago, and then last year was our first year moving into the valley. So essentially the goal of the program is to just make solar more accessible and more affordable for home and business owners. So we work with solar installers to get competitive rates for folks who solarize in the program and try to provide any like technical expertise assistance, work with folks to get free site assessments and just sort of make sure that they're making the best decision for them and their house. Okay, so before we go into some details, so listeners will have a sense of, of what specifically we mean when we talk about help to be able to get panels on your house, how did you come to be associated with SolarEyes? I personally was hired on at the Alaska Center as a clean energy organizer. So this is just sort of a part of the job that I have, but I do live in Palmer, so that is a little bit of the, I guess, like... My excitement to grow the program into the valley, but we are still doing a lot of work in Anchorage as well. Okay. Um, and we have folks that are working in Fairbanks this year, too. All right. So let's walk through for someone who just has no idea about how to go about putting uh, solar panels on their home. They've heard about it. They may have had some friends that have put panels up. So they, you, you have a house and you say, okay, I'd like to do this. Step one, what do I do? So step one is to figure out which installer you want to work with. So they are going to work with you to get a site assessment on your home. And that's going to be the thing that provides you with the information of like, how many panels am I going to want? What kind of panels am I going to want? What, you know, like, where are they going to face on my roof? Am I going to have to make any upgrades to my house? All of those questions are going to be answered by your site assessment. So the installer is going to ask you for the first, or I believe the last three months of your electric usage. So that's going to provide them with information on sort of what, yeah, how many panels you'll need and what you're looking to accomplish with getting solar. And I think really more importantly than that step, I guess, to backtrack on what I just said, is to sort of try and figure out what your goals are with getting solar. Some folks do want to try to zero out their electric bill completely. Obviously, for us, that's only achievable in the summer months, but that's an option if you just want to, like, 
skim a little bit off the top of your electric bill, that's an option. Some folks are looking to pair it with an electric vehicle charging station, and they just want to like produce enough solar to charge their car. There's a lot of different things that you can do with solar. So sort of getting your goals together and then working with an installer to get a site assessment to figure out how those goals are going to work out in your property. Okay, that's a good description of of the why and what. Let's turn to that other thing, the who. Picking an installer. How does mm-hmm. how does someone who doesn't know installers go about and make that happen? So that is sort of like the big thing that the Solarize program does try to help people with. So we put out a request for quotes from installers at the beginning of the year. In fact, it just closed last week. And we work with a wide array of solar solar installers across Alaska. So they put in their quotes to us. They tell us what kind of panels they're working with this year, how many install like how many people are on their installation crews, any like if they have an electrician on staff, things like that that we think are important that people should know before they're going in to choose what installer they want. So what we try to do as a solarized program is provide people with that information so they can make the best decision for themselves. So if I'm a if I'm a newbie to this whole thing and and I'm going to do that, I'm going to get what a a list of installers and I I get to choose or how does that work? Yes. So this is something that's changing about the program this year. We are providing folks with a list this year. In the past, we've asked communities to come together and choose one preferred installer, which is still totally possible, but we found that like specifically in the Matsu People have a lot different needs than their neighbors do. So we're working with folks up in Talkeetna right now. And some people are off-grid. Some people are on-grid. Some people want to put solar on, like, five out properties, like a cabin and guide station in their house. Like, people have a lot of different needs that they're working with here. So what we're hoping to do this year is provide people with a list of installers that we have come, the Solarize team has worked with community members, there are vetting committees, so they're just like experts in the area who we have worked with on solar in the past and have come together to make this list of like a breakdown of the things that each installer who has been set, who said they are willing to work in the area will offer to people. Okay, and as full disclosure, last year my wife and I chose to add some additional solar panels. We had had some panels put on about eight and a half years ago. We finally thought, okay, we'd like to take advantage of the opportunity to work with Solarize. And we we contacted Solarize and we did not have to do a list because you said there was there was someone who was available and, and chosen, if you will. And uh, we had the panels installed and they're, they're generating with the sunny weather we were having recently. They're, they're at work and everything is, is fine. So this is a change since the experience of people who have worked with Solarize in the past have had because you will have yeah. to look at the list and make a, make a choice. I, I guess then the individual who is intending to Solarize would vet, which would go through, interview, vet, whatever, the variety of people there and then make a choice on their own. Is that correct? Yes, that is. We're still kind of working through, this is our first year that we're running the program this way. So we're working through like what would be the best way to do this. And we're thinking about offering some sort of like technical workshop space where people can come in and ask questions about the installers, like talk to other people in the area and see sort of like 
like there there is still the option for that community decision making, which we do think that a lot of people value in the Solarize program. We just didn't want to like tell people that they had to choose a certain installer in order to participate in the program, just to make sure that if folks have like specific needs that aren't met by that installer, they can still get the support of the Solarize program and like the technical advice, all that stuff. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And thank you for for detailing that that change. I know one of the experiences that many people I have spoken to have enjoyed in the past was that opportunity to have a, a, a meeting where you had a, a variety of people interested to meet, ask questions, and, and get a sense of the uh, whole program itself. Yeah, Mike Malevsky here at Big Cabbage Radio in Palmer, Alaska, and I'm speaking with Rachel from Solarize, and we're talking about the evolution of the Solarize program for people who are interested in putting solar panels on their property. Well, one of the other things that was interesting to me is the help that was uh, provided to deal with the local energy provider, Matt Danuska Electric Association, for example, because there are certain certain requirements that they have when you're putting panels on, and Solarize in the past has facilitated that that whole process. What happens now? It'll still it'll still be functioning that same way. So, like when you choose an installer, that installer will go through the process of helping you hook up with MEA, making sure that all your paperwork is in order, so that. When they say that your solar is on, you don't have to go in on the back end and like work with MEA to do that on your own. Okay. So that's definitely still going to be there. And at our information session that's coming up on March 9th at 6 o'clock, we're going to be at the Annex in Palmer, and we're going to have a representative from Matanuska Electric Association there so that they can help work with us to answer all those questions about, so you got your panels installed and then what happens like how's that going to show up on your bill do you have to do anything all those questions we're going to have someone there to talk to us about okay so let's repeat that event it'll be at the annex here in palmer and it'll be on march 9th at what time at 6 p.m okay so anyone who is a person with questions wanting to know a bit more or a lot more they should be there at six and that'll happen Okay. Are you having any other other such meetings in South Central Alaska uh, other than that one? That is the only one that is on the schedule for Palmer right now. Our goal is to have one a month and we're making trying to make sure that we hit all of our communities. We had one in Talkeetna last month. Now we're going to have one in Palmer. So we're just sort of like working with other places to make sure that we're we're hitting all the folks who might need this information. Okay, so let's look at, let's do a little bit of history here. Do you have an idea about when the first panels were installed by Solarize here in Alaska? In 2018, our first program was in Airport Heights in Anchorage. So that was when Solarize did its first panel installation. Oh, wonderful. That's Mm -hmm. uh, going on five years ago. Now, the next question. is how many how many panels have been installed? Do you have a, even a, a sense about that to give people an idea of what's happening in this whole direction? Ooh, I cannot say the physical amount of panels that have been installed, but our Solarize program did reach, I believe, 
the summer before last, so the summer of 2021, we reached a full kilowatt of installation in the South Central programs, like just in Anchorage and Matanuska. Let's pause pause a moment. You, You said kilowatt. Do you mean megawatt? Sorry, yes, megawatt. Yes, we reached a megawatt of installation capacity. Okay, okay. So last year, the program in Palmer, we had about 40 households participate. Okay. So that, I spoke with the representative from Matanuska Electric, who worked with us last year, and he told us that in the 2022 season, they had over double the amount of applicants to get solar on their house through Matanuska than they've ever had in, like, the history of the cooperative. So we over doubled the amount of solar that has ever been added in the Matanuska Electric Association area just last summer. Okay. You have participants in Anchorage in that area. And I mean, driving about in Anchorage, I've noticed huge numbers of panels on the sides of houses, on the rooftops, uh, the new construction has been happening. And I'm going to guess that, that uh, not all of that is a result of the efforts of Solarize, but it, it would seem that Solarize fits in there. Any comments about what Solarize is doing versus what independents are doing or a, a developer is doing if they're putting up an apartment complex, for example? Mm-hmm. I think that, yeah, Solarize's focus has definitely been on, like, individual homeowners. So we can't take credit, definitely, for, like, the larger popularity of solar on apartment complexes and things like that. But there is, we work a lot with the Alaska Center for Energy and Power. They're a University of Alaska, like, funded project to look at things like this, like how we can utilize these technologies in Alaska better. And net metering, which is the process of selling electricity back onto the grid from a solar panel has significantly increased in Alaska since the Solarize program has started. So I think that a lot of it is like us getting the word out and then the people that are solarizing with us spreading that word of like everyone loves to save money. So it's a pretty popular thing to, to see when your neighbors are saving money on their electric bills because of the solar they installed. You know, who wouldn't want to do that the following year? Okay, and now many people at this point are preparing their tax forms for the IRS. We are, and we took advantage of, and we'll be taking advantage of a tax credit that was available. Do you have any comments about that as it plays into this whole process? Yeah, so just over the summer, last summer, the investment tax credit was increased for solar installations. So we are at 30%, a 30% investment tax credit. So what that allows folks to do is claim 30% of their total installation cost on their taxes as a break. And I believe you have three years to use it so it can like roll over and use whatever is left over. But you actually may be able to speak to that part of it better than I can. I know that looking back when we did the original installation, eight years or so ago, it was a pretty simple process of submitting the information and essentially getting a tax credit. And these are in dollars. So if you had spent $8,000 to install, you actually received a value of 2000 or whatever the numbers figured out. And, mm-hmm. and that was very helpful. And as best I understand, as I'm just beginning the process again this year, it's roughly the same. You just run the percentage and that helps to reduce the investment that you have made in in the in the installation significantly so let's look toward the future 
If this trend continues, I know that the companies providing power are adapting to a situation where my conversation has led to a description of no longer an individual saying, well, I'm going to save money by putting these panels in, but becoming a part of a a flash mob, if you will, of producers of electricity who are now providing a significant amount of power into the grid system if they're not if if they're overproducing and they're not using it all within their home immediately. That's a that's a major shift. I think goes along with that idea that size matters. When you have a few people, that's one thing, but now that you're providing a, a lot of power, then the the utility is, is interested in that because it helps to reduce their own power generation requirements. Right. Matt Nuska Electric actually has specific diversification goals. So they want, you know, right now a lot of our power is coming from one source. So they want to see that change. They want to see a bigger diversity of power sources on the grid. And so Solarize does help that, that goal of the cooperative. Okay. Rachel, you've done a great job of, of answering a, a variety of questions. So let me see if I have captured the sense of what Solarize is all about. You're a, a group that – is this a nonprofit organization, first of all, to call? Yes, yes. we are. Mm-hmm. So, so we're talking about Solarize as a nonprofit that has a purpose of, of essentially brokering the development of solar use energy in in this area for them how how extensive is your area maybe i'll pin that down first too so we have the solarize anchorage slash matsu program which is all of anchorage all of matsu we've done work down in turnigan eagle river area through yeah up through talkeetna this year and then we have a separate program that runs up in fairbanks which is more of a collaboration effort between a couple groups up there okay now one of the one of the things i i noted in the past was that there were supply chain problems for certain things of well, many things including right. solar panels and uh, the advantage that Solarize had was that it was able to get ahead of that curve and and obtain many panels that then were available. Is Solarize still involved in that process, or with the change to a uh, individual provider list, the providers themselves will have to get the panels, or does Solarize still play in that in that provision game? So that is another thing that we we took a lot of feedback from last summer and are trying to adapt our program to make it better for this year. We're actually going to be closing down our list of participants a little earlier than we typically would. So I believe last year the deadline to participate in the Solarize program was early July. And this year, we're going to have it, the deadline to participate be sometime in early June. So in pushing that back, well, bringing it forward, maybe, (laughs) um, we're hoping to get ahead of any of those supply chain issues. We did have the installers that are participating. When they put in their bid, they had to say what their stock of panels currently was so that we can get an idea of how many people they have the ability to work with this summer. So we are going to have that information and we're hoping to get ahead of that problem by cutting off the participation earlier so that we have 
a very sure idea of how many people are going to need to get solar this summer so we can make sure that we can get all those panels in place for them. Okay, so let's just focus on down to the provision of the solar panels. Am I correct in saying that last year Solarize wholesaled the panels, but this year are you going to continue doing that? Or will it be the responsibility of an individual installer to obtain solar panels? Solarize has never wholesaled the panels. Sorry if I misunderstood that. We, like Solarize, does not actually deal with any of the buying or selling of solar panels, solar equipment, or solar installation. We just exist to try to help people get the resources that they need. So that has always been 100% on the installers, and it'll still be this year. Okay. So I, I, I maybe then I, I misunderstood in the past. In the past, you've had a just one installer or a, a, a limited number of installers. Is that correct? Yes. In the past, it's been one installer per community. Okay. And that installer was the one that obtained, if you will, the a large quantity of panels to be ready to do the installation. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I I appreciate that clarification. Yeah. Thanks for asking. Okay. Now, the other thing remaining is the question about, well, what about people who signed up with Solarize and they're on the list for being installed this spring? What happens? Do they then have to pick someone to do the installation as opposed to what they would have done last year? So, Are you saying like folks who signed up to Solarize last summer? Yes, exactly. Okay. Yes. So they will have the same installer and the same price point as last year's program. We did have a couple folks who are going to need to get installed this summer who signed their contracts last summer. And that was something that we worked out, that the installer worked out with the individual people who need to get solar this year is that they're going to have the same installation company, the same panels, the same pricing, everything as last summer. Okay. And then anyone who's coming in new to this will move into the new program. Right. Okay. I appreciate that. I've asked a bunch of questions, Rachel, and you've answered them (laughs) quite well. Is there other information you'd like to make sure that is shared with listeners before we finish up? Yeah. One other thing that's new about this year's program is we're asking installers to provide some sort of community give back program when they participate in Solarize. So we're not exactly sure what this is going to look like yet, but there was something similar that happened in Fairbanks, I think two years ago now. So what it was, was for every certain amount of kilowatts installed, the installer had to donate that amount in kilowatts to a community installation for solar. Okay. So those, I believe there were four installations that were done as a part of that program. It's called the Solar Pledge Program. So they ended up, I think one went to sort of a community center. There was a household in town that got solarized. That's something that we're hoping to bring to our program down here. And this is going to be the first year we're doing that. So we're working with installers right now, actually, to make sure that we have the information on like what sort of service they would want to provide to the community. But that's just something that we're really looking forward to this summer. The ultimate goal of the Solarize program is to make solar accessible to folks who wouldn't have been able to access it in other years or like on their own, I guess. And so we can do that to a point when we're offering these small discounts and this support. But for a lot of folks, that's still not really that attainable of a thing. So we're hoping that this is going to be able to break down that barrier even more and provide solar to, to the communities. 
Oh, very good. Very good. Well, thank you for that. (laughs) Well, Rachel, this has been very, very enjoyable, informative, and I'm sure listeners will respond and and may many may show up at that meeting coming up on the 9th. But in the meantime, stay well out there. Thank you. You've been listening to Valley Edition, a weekly panel discussion on current issues in the Matsu Valley, moderated by Mike Malewski. Valley Edition is a production of Radio Free Palmer, recorded at our studios in Palmer, Alaska. The views and opinions of hosts or guests do not necessarily represent those of Radio Free Palmer, this station, or its underwriters. If you have any comments or questions about this program, email manager at radiofreepalmer.org.